0: S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout.
1: Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine.
0: Use the table. I mean, I like to just flop it up on the table.
1: Use a table. Oh, yeah, it's kind of nice. Oh. (laughs)
0: I'm just going to lay it up there.
1: Can we? I swear to God, we should be doing this right now. Measuring it right now. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program, bringing you an educational podcast about swinging. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe.
0: Hi, this is Ed.
1: And this is Phoebe. You have big
0: feet, therefore you have a big penis, right? Today we're talking about dicks, all (laughs) dicks. In fact, our episode got so big, we had to shove it into two episodes and four blogs.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's partly my fault.
0: That it got so big? Yeah. Yeah. It's always your fault that it got big. (laughs)
1: People tend to overestimate themselves in all things, and penis size is no different. Then you start swinging, and now everything gets accentuated. Swinging makes us vulnerable in different ways. We want to look good to our new sex partner, perform well, and satisfy them. All this gets tested in the swinger environment each time you encounter different people.
0: So what's interesting or frustrating or... Whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> swinging down under casual swingers uh, and ah, I can't remember the other guy. Some
1: single guy. Some single guy. Some sexy single guy.
0: Who who has his own. Oh, he's like a Twitter personality or something. I will get all of their names. They will be in the show notes. Oh, good. They did an episode about dick size at. <laughs> who, Or should I? We just call it mm. the event that shall not be named.
1: The event that shall not be named.
0: And we saw that post and we both looked at each other and go, fuckers, we were going to do that episode. We had the the notes already. And they, of course, so they stuck it. They stuck their dicks in it before we could. Yeah. But. But. We're going to do it bigger.
1: We're going to do it bigger and better. So this is Phoebe's mind, (laughs) right? Phoebe's mind's like.
0: If it's just 20% better.
1: I'm like, God. Damn it! I just, I just need to the look competitive side of me. I'm gonna research this motherfucker, and this is what happened. I get down a rabbit hole, and I learn start learning shit, and I start going, Ooh what's, "Ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that?" The more I read, the more I read down the rabbit hole, and then pretty soon, two episodes and four blogs, and I think there's a Patreon episode as well. So yeah, there's we, a lot. You got some content about dick size. Yes, and it's more than that. It is more than that. So satisfaction, most men believe that the average size of an erect penis is six inches. Only 58% of men are satisfied with their penis size. So well, it's just a little, a little over half. Yet, 84% of your women are satisfied with it. So this is good, right? You would think. Right. And so why is this? Potentially low confidence because you don't think that you measure up to a large group of self-reported studies, hint, hint, uh, maybe not wanting to be watched or seen naked. Well, and I'll
0: I'll comment in on this as a penis owner myself. <laughs> um, pornography really does a, a mind fuck on. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Um, men and women, but mm-hmm. we're dealing with the, the male issue at, at hand,
1: in hand. In oh, my hand. Ooh, in he- in the hand. Mm. And I
0: I can tell you with without a doubt that watching porn where almost all of the porn stars that are there have eight inch plus penises, you kind of go, yeah, I'm mm. small. Yeah.
1: And they're girthy.
0: They're, 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 they're very abno- girthy. They're freakishly large penises in porn. I'll just leave it like that. So
1: subconsciously, did I pick all my ex-husbands in this way? I, I have it
0: probably subconscious bias.
1: How does this happen?
0: <laughs> so pornography, erotic literature, the spam emails about growing a larger penis. And right. if you take this pill or use this pump or, right. you know, you rub this magic Horny goat weed on your penis, <laughs> right. it'll grow. You'll gain three inches. <sighs> all these ads, all of this marketing appeal to that insecurity that all guys have.
1: I know. And it's it's it's, it's, fucked it's just up. it is. It's fucked up. So there is this narrative that has spanned over. 70 years based on those self-reported studies. Right. And we are going to get into that. And I'm not joking. 70 years of narrative that is fake. All right. Big dick kink. Right. It. I mean, I think some of it can be a kink.
0: Yeah. And we've had this discussion specifically about certain ethnicities and and kind of having a fetish aspect to it right the the big dick is another fetish it's right it's a visual thing it's a yeah. you know it's a sensory perception thing it's that that full feeling that whatever or right. the fact that you can smack her from across the room with your penis oh my I don't god know what it is.
1: <laughs> right or people just want it's different as swingers. We like novelty, right? We, we like different environments. Oh, novelty, cock, I love it. Right? Like, what does it feel like to have a cock inside my mouth that that's big? Can I take it all in? No, you Can, can't. Right. So like <laughs> as a woman, you may be like, Ooh, it's, it's a cool new, like, it's like sucking a, Ooh, those rocket popsicles that are red, white, and blue. Like If you can get that whole thing in your mouth, I mean, good God, girl, you've got it going on because
0: there's some OnlyFans content for you.
1: Oh, hmm. ding, ding, ding. Uh, Sensation for some women. It actually does feel better. Sure. Um, We will talk about all of that in the next episode. Right. Dick size what women want because that. There is a sensation aspect to it, but yeah. you won't know that until you've tried it. Sure. But it, first and foremost, it's, it's that narrative over 70 years that's incorrect. And then there's kind of that kink. And then there's the porn industry, which all those things right. play a part into, oh my God, I don't have, a, I don't even have an average cock. Well, and that's It's not thing. true.
0: Before we jump into the the myth aspect of it, to just touch on the pornography a little bit more, it's the same problem that you have when you watch Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, there's an actor in a Hollywood movie that's not an attractive person. They're kind of the weird looking dude, the Danny DeVitos, <laughs> right? Where right? You, you look yeah. at him and you're like, oh, he's like the comic guy. Relief of the the particular whatever. Right. But the rest of those people, holy crap. They are like really attractive people. Yeah. But they're not everyday people. They don't have any flaws. There's nothing wrong with them. They're like stereotypically beautiful.
1: They do have flaws. They just spend most of their day at the spa and then they have a makeup team making them look good. But
0: the point is... That yes. it's not a realistic depiction of everyday people. Correct. These are these are unusual people. They got picked out of a casting call because they didn't fit in. They didn't blend in with the crowd. They stood out in some way. Right, right. So when you think about pornography, they pick these guys out, and the women, for that mm-hmm. matter, because they're kind of freaks. They they don't fit in. They're not the <laughs> normal people. They're kind of oddly proportioned yeah but in a way that goes wow that looks fucking huge on a camera
1: right you know what i never thought of this i wonder if the cameras you know how the <laughs> the camera adds 10 pounds to 10. <laughs> well and when we take selfies you know how basis basically the angle left right makes yeah. you look larger and smaller in different parts I've I
0: yet to figure out the right angle and lighting to make my cock look bigger.
1: <laughs> All right, we can work
0: we gotta work on that. <laughs> we can work on that. So, so So what is this myth? What what is yeah. this 70 years of mythology?
1: Right? Oh, so I am gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. So most of this myth is based on self-reported findings.
0: And specifically the six-inch average penis myth is what absolutely, we're
1: talking about absolutely. Basically, back in 1948, uh, a researcher from the Kinsey Institute did a self-reported study. He put it uh, an ad in a magazine, something like that, and, and said, "Hey, send me send me your dick size," you know, blah, blah, blah. And so people did, and he didn't report it for. He didn't actually publish it for a really long time. It a couple got,
0: decades even.
1: Exactly. A couple decades. And somewhere around the 80s and 90s did this. Maybe it was the 70s, 80s. The report came out. There will be a blog on this where researchers picked up that study and they started publishing the information. Right. Right. And so. Go ahead. <laughs> so now we're 20 years in, right? Right no one's verified this it's well, not done in a controlled environment that's
0: the thing this is self reported and i was under the impression that the kinsey institute was a reputable scientific institute that that ran pure peer reviewed scientific studies and they, they normally do they are but back then but they didn't cuz this was in 1948 yeah, but even then, we had science in the 40s. I know, but... But this particular study, yeah. they either felt awkward about actually people coming in, becoming yeah. erect, and whipping it out on a table with a ruler and having a nurse or a technician right. measure their cock.
1: Right. So they yes. they had
0: people self-report, which, of course, you go,
1: well, 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 holy
0: shit, I can leap tall buildings with a single bound.
1: That looks like it's five and a half. Yeah, we'll just add a half an inch. That's six.
0: I always round up to eight because you know you gotta have an even number that's divisible by four.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you see the problem, okay? So there there's that. Um they did about twenty-one studies uh since then, which will be in a in a in a blog that they still were self-reported. So they're asking people on the street to self-report what it was. They're, again, asking people in magazines, asking, you know, all these questions. No one's actually doing it in a controlled environment. Why? Because, you know, to your point, they're kind of uncomfortable being around a guy it's with the, an erect penis. Like it's how- the 40s. Right. We don't talk about sex. We don't talk about sex. We don't look at sex. It's all done in the dark. It's all the privacy of the home. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Right? God forbid if you were to like actually touch an erect penis in a scientific way. <gasps> I know. It's all very strange. I've all contributed. Biases. So there was a volunteer bias as well. So the type right. of people that were responding were those that were really confident with their penis size. They're like, fuck yeah, I have an eight inch cock. I'm going to fuck me yeah. right? I'm going to write that in. I'm going to respond to that.
0: Right. Or at least even if they didn't have that size, they felt comfortable saying, saying. what size they were, which of course, if you felt insecure or inadequate you're not going to like come forward and respond right. to some survey you're like
1: yeah i have a micro penis, right no okay so yeah so again not very there's scientific. another bias right a bias then there's the other bias of social desirability which elicits types of responses that are socially acceptable at you the don't, time.
0: Yeah. And you don't want to necessarily exaggerate either. So let's just say all of these guys were being <laughs> honest, so to speak, or not over-exaggerating. Let's say some of them were even under-exaggerating because they didn't want to be, I don't want to say like, I'm too big. My cock is freakishly large, so I'm going to under-report, <laughs> right? Like- Without somebody verifying this. Yeah. And you, you're going to give them a socially responsible answer. Right. Ugh.
1: Unless you are a gay man and the the gay men actually self-reported their penises to be six to eight inches, whether they were or not.
0: Interesting.
1: Yes. So gay, gay men way over it. <laughs> So if you're
0: gay or buy in the lifestyle. If you want big cocks, that's where you go. <laughs> exactly.
1: I guess.
0: Or maybe not. So I, don't
1: know. I, so I was like, oh my god, I was fascinated by this, and and I felt horrible for men because we're talking seventy years of information, quote scientific studies. That's shit. Absolutely shit! It's complete crap.
0: And because it's represented or pre- presented by the Kinsey Institute, it sounds scientific. I've I've been reading sex journals and documentation since since I was way too young to actually be reading this stuff.
1: The encyclopedia <laughs> we know about the, your encyclopedia of sex
0: and oh. you know those kinds of books. I had access to that stuff. So I read it. Right. And it's disturbing to me to, to reread this again, now understanding a little bit more about science and biases and how statistics lie and all that kind of stuff, how far off the mark this whole thing was and how it, Really, it never should have been published at all.
1: I know, but I don't want to bash them too much. They're they are very reputable. Oh, I'm I'm going to
0: smack them around with my <laughs> cock because this is just
1: <laughs> because to, bullshit reporting. because you already indicated that, you know, they somehow didn't follow all the scientific rules of a study because this was very, um, socially unacceptable, right? Well, well and to, can't... to
0: to be clear, they said it was self-reported. They may have even reported the results with that self-reported disclaimer in it. But if you're not reading through that with a critical eye, yeah, you don't necessarily pick apart the self-reported part in conjunction with the numbers that are in the middle of the report, that's a pretty distinct, that's a pretty specific distinction that you need to make. And you'd have to be a researcher in order to go, oh, wait a second. They said self-reported. Therefore it means this.
1: I'm going to say it's mostly at the fault of the people who picked up the research findings 20 years later because the Kinsey Agreed. Institute did not report that stuff. They didn't publish it for 20 years. It was the other researchers that grabbed their data 20 years later and said, Oh, we are going we to use have this, this as it's
0: established.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're very reputable so, I don't want to bash them too much.
0: No, I'm, I I'm not bashing Kinsey. I'm I guess I'm poking at the public school system and the general lack of critical thinking that you have to be very particular when you read statistics Absolutely. to know what it means. Absolutely. And that's the problem. The big problem with statistics is
1: you can interpret them any, almost any way you want yeah, to. You depending can skew on
0: them. which thing you're reading. And if you just happen to gloss over that self-reported part, yeah. you go, here's the numbers. I'm reading the numbers. And it's right. like, well, yeah, but the numbers are kind of bullshit. So, hmm. Right.
1: Big dips. Yes. Advantages and
0: Disadvantages. disadvantages. It, I'm going to let you touch this one cuz
1: <laughs> cuz it's all because I'm not putting this one in my mouth. <laughs> so, a disadvantage for a small mouth the person, if it's too thick or girthy, you can't get it all in your mouth. And so what I like about swinging is I get to test drive all different types of sizes. Sure. And for some men, I can get all of it in my mouth and it's exciting. It's fun. Right.
0: It's kind of a game, right?
1: Like it is, I can get
0: the whole thing in.
1: Right. Cause you, ha- I have to accommodate for teeth and all the kinds of things like re- that. Right. And it gets, um, actually, you know, after a night of, of swinging, my neck actually hurts from opening my jaw wide, you know, giving oral. So, I don't, I don't know if it's a, a, a tight jaw or I know I have really strong jaw muscles, abnormally strong jaw muscles. You just muscles. don't have
0: a, a an anaconda jaw that can dislocate in order to swallow. I wish I did. That would be so fun. That would be kind of weird.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but sexy at the same time.
1: The other disadvantage is if it's too long, uh, you can't get it all the way in my vagina because my vagina is not that deep. Right. So, um, and you, I have been with two very long individuals and they could never grind up against my vulva because there's two or three inches right. standing away from my vulva to their pelvis because there's dick in the, I mean, the dick is too long. <laughs> the
0: dick got in the way.
1: The dick got in the way. Um, so clit and pelvis aren't being stimulated and, and then there's that auditory the smacking noises which i really really love and so yeah. i don't get any of that
0: yeah how can you how can you smack your balls against the clit if oh. you can't get that deep if you can't get deep enough to like
1: want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime we've been on 3 bliss cruises and they were filled with daily sexy activities great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. Yeah, I mean wait, clit? Wait, which position are we in when would that happens? Oh, that's doggy style.
0: Oh. If you get the if you get the yeah. ball slapping on the clit, that's yeah. doggy style. Yeah, that
1: that's good. Yeah, that's good. So then, you know, then you're anal, if you know, if you like anal, which I do, and then you 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 go in that way. And I did try it with the guy who was really large.
0: With the anaconda? Mhm.
1: Uh-huh. And, and it was, was nice. Oh, it worked. You know?
0: Could, could he get all the way in? Yeah, and there you go. There's the lower intestines for you. They can accommodate so.
1: There are ways. There are ways, but there are limitations. So.
0: So if you really want to take a really big dick, you got to be okay with anal.
1: Absolutely.
0: Then you can take it.
1: Absolutely. Otherwise, you're yeah, you're screwed. You're fucked.
0: Or not. You're not (sighs) fully fucked. You're only partially fucked.
1: Exactly. All right.
0: You go into this. I'm going to go into measuring. I I can neither confirm nor deny that I have (laughs) measured my cock before. Everybody, every guy who's listening to this episode has has whipped a ruler out. a Tape measure some implement to to measure not only length, but girth,
1: which I think is really funny because as women, we don't like
0: the only thing we measure is
1: boobs. But that's for bra size. And then we don't like measure our labia or our clitoris.
0: There are lots of things that you guys measure, and I think it's disturbing and wrong.
1: What do we mean? Oh,
0: the dress size. Oh, yeah, all of that. Yeah, the fact that size
1: ten, I'm size eight. I was a twelve. Exactly. I'm not a. I'm not
0: a negative three. (laughs) Right. Right. Whatever the hell that is.
1: That's just marketing, fashion
0: baloney. Gentlemen, if you are interested in participating in the self-reported Kinsey study, this is how you measure (laughs) your length. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. There's several measures. One of them is the soft measure, which you can measure, which is interesting to see what the difference is. So the whole concept of shower versus grower. That's kind of how this comes in. Yes. So measuring either when you're soft or erect up against the pubic bone. Yep. So if you press like right above where your shaft is, if you press kind of into that yep. low, really lower abdominal, like the lowest abdominal until you hit the penis, there's a bone there and you basically press the ruler up against that. And then you measure to the tip of yep. the penis. And yep. Use the table. I mean, I like to just flop it up on the table. Use oh, a table. Oh, oh yeah. It's kind of nice. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going to lay it up there.
1: Can we? I swear to God, we should be doing this right now.
0: Measuring it right now. We'd have to do the soft measurement because uh, I'm.
1: You're not hard yet. I'm not currently. Well, this sexy direct. talk. Sometimes you're like. all are talking just,
0: about penises. I'm not all that hot. Oh, and bothered that's about true. Penises. Yeah. So, you know, I don't you know. We're talking about boobies.
1: Boobies. Um, should I'm I flash you right now? Maybe I should just take off my You face.
0: should flash me. I don't think it's going to do anything in terms of like the measurement thing that we're talking <sighs> about, but if you want to flash me, go ahead. You'll for take it. it. Okay. I will take boobs in my face <laughs> any day. Um, Girth. Oh, and here's the thing you even the skin. So let's say you've got a little extra weight, you can compress the, the skin and any of the tissue that's there above the pelvic bone. Yep. Um, over the top of the pelvic bone in order to get an accurate measurement. But yes. I will tell you that if you do have a little extra, that is reducing the visual size of your penis because yeah. that weight, that mass is Takes up space. absorbing space. So yeah. there you go. There you go. To measure girth, this mm-hmm. is where you're going to need either a strip of paper or a cloth tape to measure around. So you're going to measure at the base of the penis or around the middle of the shaft, because these two sites are were deemed equal. Now, this is interesting because mine kind of flares from the base up to the head. Yeah. So I typically measure at the widest section of right. mine. Right. Um, but if you're curious, I mean, measure everything, measure at the base, measure just below the glands, the head right and what those measurements are mine's i think mine's a little bit thicker actually right below the glands it's kind of yeah a kind of flare in the middle yeah like right. a coke bottle cock i'm just saying <laughs> um and and you measure the circumference so it's not the width it's not like measuring a ruler right. across it's right. measuring around and don't yeah. use pi cuz it's not a circle so you can't measure the circumference by measuring the diameter and then multiplying by 3.14. You have to measure around because <laughs> it's an oval. And I'm not going to do the math for you because oh my oval God. circumferences are totally different.
1: That's so fascinating. Okay. All righty.
0: <laughs> this is why geometry is important. So
1: oh my God. when you
0: asked in school why geometry was important, it was because you have to measure your car. You have to understand. If they only said that,
1: I may I would have been way more interested. Oh, oh my God. Yeah.
0: Everybody would have been like, oh, I'm paying attention now. Or
1: if they said you need it to measure the, the complex shapes of a woman's breast in order to design new bras, I would have been like, hell yeah.
0: Every pubescent male <sighs> in America would be. Genius math students at that point. The
1: bra is a marvel, honestly. It really is. And getting the engineering, the structural support, and the right size and fit—marvel. All right, penis average.
0: All right, this is where this is where the 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 penis hits the road,
1: so to speak. <laughs> okay, this is you the, go. The actual numbers. No, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so so the flaccid length average is three point six one. And there is a range from 2.8 to 3.9. So in between 3.61. So your flaccid length. Ed is whipping out his penis right now.
0: I got to check. <laughs> I'm somewhere in there. I don't know. Is
1: it on, it's not on the table. Why is it not on the table?
0: <sighs> I know. We
1: got this new high boy table.
0: It's perfect. It's actually the perfect height.
1: It's this is the perfect table. I don't know why we didn't find this table before. I've been sp- spending years banging my shins on this low, low boy table.
0: Hey there, podcast listeners. You've been tuning into our episodes. But have you ever wondered about the steamy details of our adventures or maybe hungry for some sultry erotic stories?
1: Well, guess what? We've got something special just for you. Our exclusive Patreon page. It's like a VIP pass to the saucier side of our world.
0: So if you're ready for an exclusive behind-the-mic experience, head over to our Patreon page now. Trust us, this is where the magic happens.
1: See you there, patrons. Now
0: we're just going to
1: yeah, bang other things on the table. Length. Erect length, the average is 5.16 or 5.1 to 5.5 inches. It's the combined mean from about 21 studies or between 4.7 and 6.3. But you, what you really need to know is an erect length average is 5.16 pretty damn close to six inches so i'm just saying that
0: that's actually almost an entire inch short of six inches i know but it's pretty damn close an inch is a big difference oh for crying out loud i'm just saying
1: girth the flaccid average is 3.66 and the range is 3.5 to 3.9 so if you're flaccid girth 3.66, three point six six. You are average. If your erect girth is four point five nine, you are a- average. Ed's girth is the size of my wrist. It is not. It is the size of my
0: wrist. She is Phoebe is exaggerating. It is not nearly the size of her wrist. Her wrists are not that small.
1: It is the size. Of my
0: wrist. I'm just saying.
1: Okay, my ex husband's size was this.
0: Now I, I literally now I truly feel inadequate,
1: literally measured.
0: Now, huh? th- the important thing to yes. understand about this, and this is why we have a second episode about this, because this is all about statistics and averages and studies right. and the, the actual physical measurement of the penis. But this has literally jack shit to do with what women care about or mm-hmm. like or feel Right. This is just the facts. Right. So you have to tune in for the second one. It's v- it's m- very redeeming. So if you're in that average range, slightly above or slightly below average, whatever. Uh-huh. Tune in again because the second episode is going to
1: blow your mind.
0: Or at least relieve any, some of the anxiety <laughs> that you're going to feel. You're like, oh my God, I'm just average. I don't have a porn star
1: cock. Unless you're a Nobody elite. has a
0: porn star cock. I'm just saying. Porn stars do. Very few people do.
1: All right. So which country wins with the whole this penis is, size by country? I think this is a new demonstration sport in the
0: summer Olympics. Probably not the winter because of shrinkage.
1: Oh, maybe the summer. Summer would nice be better. Yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: So, who wins the gold medal?
1: Ding, 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 ding. Ecuador. Six point, should I reveal? Yeah, go for it. Six point nine, three, three. Almost seven inches. And and so I was like, wait, what, why, why is that? And 50, almost 53% are Amerindian. As far as ethnicity, forty-one point seven seven percent are European, and then there's a five point two six that are sub-Saharan African. So the Amerindian and the European
0: are the genetic vast,
1: background yeah, contributes majority. to the Ecuadorian um, ethnicity that is in Ecuador, and this is what happens with so, the size.
0: So to qualify. These particular numbers that we're talking about, these are not the self-reported numbers that no, we no, no, no. grousing about <laughs> in, in the earlier part of the episode. The, these are numbers based on current scientific peer-reviewed studies of penis size.
1: Uh, I think so. I yeah. did not check that,
0: but I'm pretty sure... Either that or this is completely <laughs> anecdotal, and it's. A, it was
1: a really good study. I did. I will be publishing those references in the show stay notes. Stay tuned for the sources. There's on like this. fifteen references for all this
0: so shit. So at this point, just assume that it's entertainment. When we get the actual <laughs> blog post, then you can read where the sources are.
1: Oh my gosh! All right, so in the United States, we're actually middle ranked,
0: which makes sense. Yeah. We're, we're the melting pot, right? Like that's true. Everybody in the world comes here. So if you want average, <sighs> that's America.
1: That's right. America. 5.3 in the United States. 5.346 is the middle. And that's where we were are on, the, on all the countries in the scale of penises. Totally makes sense. Now, if you're, oh my God, this was fascinating. Okay, 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 okay. So, you know, the narrative around Asian men.
0: The totally negative stereotype stereotype, about Asian men. Yes.
1: Which is no different than that narrative around BBC, right?
0: Right. Which is the totally overly positive narrative or stereotype. And
1: fetishized and all that stuff, right. right? So in Japan, they are just a smidgen below the United States with an average dick size of 5.339.
0: Okay. So to be clear, so for the number here, we're talking about one one hundredth of an inch. Yeah. We need to go to Japan. You need a micrometer to measure the difference between We need between to go these. to Japan.
1: It'd be so fun.
0: Do, they, do, need do Japan, they advertise do with it.
1: swingers in Japan? I
0: don't. Oh, I'm kind of thinking that's a not, not a not a socially thing. acceptable it's, thing, although they're pretty kinky they're in really so kinky. many ways. They're very, very kinky. But I don't know about swinging. I, I don't know about swinging. I know about a lot of stuff in Japanese culture that ha- is not okay, but swinging, I don't know.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh, there's a new topic for us.
1: I know.
0: Places you can go to swing.
1: We need to go check it out. Okay. Uh, countries like Cambodia, Burma, Taiwan, Philippines, Sri Lanka, Hong Kong, Bangladesh, Thailand, Vietnam, and Malaysia. So this all, is kind
0: of Southern Asia.
1: Yeah. Yes. All in that range of 3.95 to 4.52 as, as a um, penis size length. And then in Canada... It's 6.185 inches. And in South America, they're all bigger than the U.S., including European countries and Australia. So most every, well, not most everybody, but there's a large portion that are larger than the United States. We're in the
0: middle. So for the Canadians that are listening, (laughs) apparently you have... Big dicks. Big dicks.
1: Thank God there are lots of swingers in Can Canada.
0: Bunch of Canadians at PCAP, and I know. Now I feel bad that we didn't mingle more with the Canadians. <laughs> I I feel bad. You yeah. should feel really bad. But, I feel really bad. <laughs> but that would have been fascinating.
1: So this 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 six point three inch penis is like this. Men who have the 6.3 inch penis is really in the 95th percentile or like one in five men. It's kind of rare. So, so so those porn stars
0: who the, are the, above 6.3 inches. Oh, the, yeah.
1: They're like, you know, the anomaly. And I swear now I'm thinking it's a camera. It's a camera thing.
0: It's like so, it, it, this isn't a trick of the camera. Those I, guys I know. are not We might be on something. So just to be clear, because percentile is a is a it's a weird number and it if you're is not familiar with what a percentile means 95th percentile means that 95 percent of the population is below that number Cor- that's what percentile means
1: correct so that is correct there you go yes it's correct
0: and so all of this in the show notes right so because there's a lot of
1: nine point three less than 95 thing, is thing a- Less there. than ninety five percent of the people have a six inch penis. Correct. So this whole six inch is average is just bullshit. Right. So there you go. So now, now do you all feel better?
0: Apparently, five percent of the entire population is all posting on Reddit and or in porn <laughs> because there's a lot of big dicks floating around on the internet
1: and 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 camera anomalies. I think it's the camera too. It could be.
0: And I, I got to figure out what that technique is because. You know, well,
1: it's an experiment. <laughs> we'll put that on uh, your OnlyFans page. Are
0: oh, you using the wrong lens? <laughs> you got to use the fisheye lens.
1: <laughs> you got to get that super uber-duber lengthening software.
0: <laughs> Photoshop.
1: What would that be called? The app for a uh, link. You know, I was just looking up a. Uh, apps for makeup today for women like the, the makeup app. What would this be? The penis lengthening app? What you, you got I something.
0: stretchosaurus? I don't know. <laughs> Just.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, well, usually you have really good ones. That one was not so great, but that, it was funny.
0: That was, yeah, not my best work. I think okay.
1: I'm, penis size. What affects penis size?
0: There's a bunch of things that can affect penis size. And so th- these The things we're going to talk about here are if your penis size is average or above average or slightly below average, these things are not helping you in terms of the length of your penis. So diabetes, Mm -hmm. obesity, heart disease, low testosterone,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. hypertension, high cholesterol, and nerve damage. So what you have to think about is most of these things that we just listed either affect blood flow which will reduce the thickness and girth and length because the penis if you think about it is nothing more than a organic inner tube and if you can't oh. get the air into organic it organic inner tube it's not going to grow right so yeah those things will all decrease not only firmness but size because of lack of
1: blood flow the low testosterone was actually really interesting if you're if you're a mother with a baby in the first trimester of your pregnancy if you have low testosterone you it will affect your baby's penis size you pass it on you do you pass it on so uh I thought that was interesting.
0: That's fascinating. So there's a genetic component to there's this as well. There's a
1: genetic component.
0: And, and as we saw by the the country breakdown, if these numbers are to be trusted, um, you have to think that there's a pretty large component to this, which is genetics, which is yeah, based on who your parents and grandparents were and kind of sizes and height. I mean, think about it. If your grandfather was six foot three the likelihood that you're going to be six foot three is increased. If you live in a family of average sized people, you're probably going to be average height. So right. it just goes to say.
1: Okay. So uh, how, how do you make your dick bigger? If
0: you're interested in how dick. to make your dick bigger yeah. supplements do not work. Now it, it, it is a myth. If you are buying shit off of the internet to make your dick bigger, <laughs> you're a sucker. It doesn't Fucking yeah! Work shredding your money. There are surgical procedures to increase your penis length. Now it's risky, though. They typically involve cutting a tendon, and it is mm. really suspect. And tendon? There's, yeah, there's there's a there's a ligament that runs along the the penis that can be. Uh, surgically altered I have heard of so many horror stories about things going awry with that but surgically there's not much else you can do
1: well how did they do a, a sex change then and, for
0: and, and add a dick to me? yeah <laughs> it's not what it's actually called
1: do, do they take do they take a dick a penis from a cadaver
0: no so oh. if you're talking about uh like uh trans surgery. Yeah. So if you're you're transitioning between male f- and female very, to male.
1: Very sexy.
0: Th- that's a whole other topic. We yeah, won't sorry. get into that. But if you're if you're going from a female to male um sexual transition, you're you're transitioning your organs, th- there's no erectile tissue. So they typically will use something like a pump.
1: Oh. To
0: add to it and the penis is actually manufactured from the clitoris, the labia turns into the scrotum and they typically now i'm not like up on the latest surgical procedures i looked at this once a while back they will take a, a skin graft from your thigh and oh. turn that soft tissue that skin into the shaft interesting so kind of Construct from bits Christ, and pieces.
1: they don't use cadavers skin and skin?
0: I think it probably has to do with nerve reconstruction and the fact that you're still not going to have an actual working penis. And if you can't get the erectile tissue to function, it's just going to die.
1: Yeah, well.
0: But the skin on the side still has adequate blood flow and it still has vascular systems that will keep the skin and the tissue alive.
1: Oh god, another research project. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's that's it's be cool. It's complicated. Okay. And, and let's just say it's now going the other way. Yeah. Taking the dick out and turning it into labia that's supposedly a- that's pretty freaking easy. <laughs> they like turn it inside out and they take like Boop. the head of the penis and turn it into a clit and all that kind of stuff. Boop. It's It's supposedly a it's much easier to go the other way. There you go. There you go. So in terms of surgically altering your penis to be bigger, Uh not likely. It's it's not really a thing.
1: Vacuum tube, a.k.a. penis pump. That is a possibility.
0: It is. Now, what it's typically used for, though, is for erectile issues because what it will do is increase blood flow and increase size. But it's very temporary. It typically right. only lasts for a very brief period of time. So
1: if was maybe, say, I had a brother who was uh, a male escort slash stripper and used a penis pump, would that work?
0: It would probably work for his show. <laughs> but a cock ring would have also worked on oh. his G-string in order to oh. pump up his appearance. Oh. So you got to figure... Uh, guys will do this too. Bodybuilders they'll get what they call pump. They'll get their pump on. Yes. So they'll do like push ups or curls or something to yep. get the blood flowing into the muscles, which yep. increases their size. So right before
1: the, they go to the club, right I've before seen they go to the club, or right before
0: this. they go out on stage. Yep. That's a thing because uh-huh. the tissue is kind of engorged, and so there, it's bigger.
1: Yes, but it's
0: temporary. But it looks
1: good. It does look good. Okay. Kegel exercises explain that I didn't know they called them the same thing. This yeah. was fascinating to yeah. me. I was like, what? Men have Kegels too.
0: Totally. So these are your lower pelvic muscles and that... The, the muscles that you use to kind of cut off the pee flow when you're peeing mm. or if your penis is erect and you want to make it bob up and down, yep. that I've, clenching. I've seen that. Thing, I like to do that. It's fun. <laughs> Those Kegel exercises are actually really good. They're not going to make your penis bigger,
1: ah. but they, they look- will
0: increase the strength of your ejaculation, the intensity of your orgasms. Just like women. And uh-huh. it's a fun party trick where you can wave stick <laughs> around, which is super cool. Without touching it. Without touching it. You're like, look, no hands. No hands. <laughs> and there they go.
1: Cock ring. You've already talked about the cock ring. I talked
0: about cock rings a little bit, but I want to add something to this. Um This is, this is clearly the entire, this is dicks, 100% dicks episode. Um <laughs> Cock rings. I've been looking at cock rings because a friend of ours in Vegas had oh. a really cool cock ring. It was super decorative. It was almost yeah. like cock jewelry. jewelry. Yeah. I looked at them. They're kind of cool. There's uh-huh. a pro and con. So this is, I want to get this out because this is this is a little bit of a fact about cock rings. Any kind of a cock ring that um, reduces the circulation. Mm-hmm. And the idea with cock rings that reduce circulation, in other words, they kind of constrict a little bit, is the blood flows in and engorges the penis, but they then it can't come out. Oh, it, it kind of gets stuck there. So it's kind of like priapism, where they say, if you have an erection that lasts more than four hours, please consult your medical, you know, whatever. Go to the emergency room. Yeah, because they basically stick a, a syringe in there and they drain the blood oh. out because it's really bad. So, wearing a cock ring for more than 20 minutes, this is the this is the recommended length of time isn't good. Mm. Because what you're doing is it's it's not a tourniquet, but it's cutting off the blood flow to a an, an organ to a part of your body.
1: Oh wow. And
0: that's not good. Basically the blood gets stale, the, there's no oxygen in oh. there and the tissue won't actually it's bad let's just say it that way it's bad for your tissue if it stays erect for too long um, because the oxygen is not getting in there.
1: 20 minutes
0: wow 20 minutes gosh you, okay you can't wear a cock ring for hours um hmm. it's it's really good for a, you know a short spurt if you will
1: so is the jewelry was the jewelry adju- adjustable because you just- yes
0: so okay. That's the trick. If you can get a cock ring for jewelry that's adjustable and it's not actually cutting the blood flow off or constricting, then you can wear it for for longer. But it doesn't perform the same function as a cock ring that's compressing the tissue right. or the blood flow. So you don't get the same kind of effect. It looks good. Now, it did look good. It, I liked it. Does it does look good. Now, here's here's a a, a not blood flow visual improvement. A cock ring will actually kind of tilt the balls up a little bit, Uh which will press the penis up a little bit, which will make the pouch that bulge look a little more prominent because you've got a little prop. You've got a little kickstand that's kind of pushing it up. Right. So a lot of times guys will wear cock rings to make their bulge look a little bigger, so you can actually use a cock ring to make your cock look bigger. It's uh-huh. just propping it up; it's not making it actually <sighs> bigger. It's a cock it makes stand. the bulge. It's a cock stand. It's not a kickstand. It's a cock stand. It's great. And I love it, it. A lot of times for models or for, oh. for visual aspect, wearing that cock ring is is cool in underwear or something. Where you can't Yeah, see. or a bathing suit or something oh. like that where you, you want it to kind of pop out a little bit.
1: I learned about this, and I don't know how much I'm going to talk about it, but or have you talk about it, but, oh my gosh, this was fascinating to me. There's this technique called jelking. Okay. It's a set of penis stretches that are exercises to make the penis bigger. Yeah. There are two schools of thought. The exercises help increase the amount of blood the penis can accommodate during erection. And the other school of thought is that the the force that it creates is essentially micro tears in the penile tissue that will expand as a heal. Kind of like, you know, when you're working out your bicep or whatever. Uh, Men's health called it at the, the bodybuilding for your penis or tissue remodeling according to this um, to Dr. Paul Turek. but the results are minimal or temporary at best yeah and it made me really nervous.
0: Yeah and I've seen things like this before where they'll use like a weight. To kind of grasp the head of the penis and and basically stretch, stretch the penis it down. Yes, and you have to think there are two parts of the human body that heal really rapidly. Yeah, one of them is your mouth. Uh huh. And the other is your genitals. And the yeah. reason that's true, at least from our biology, those skin cells re- repair themselves rapidly. Is one, if you can't eat, you're going to die. <sighs> And if you can't reproduce, your species is going to die. Yeah. So those tissues, for some particular reason, I don't know, call it Darwinism, will heal really rapidly. So even yeah. if you've got micro tears, it's going to heal itself. Yeah. So it's going to go back to where it was. Kind
1: of makes sense.
0: That's my theory on it. Um, I've seen these exercises before. Uh, I think the closest thing that I've seen that actually does work for men who are circumcised, because we're, because we're talking about dicks, let's just go into the circumcision thing too. Um, for circumcision, I've actually heard of people stretching the skin to rebuild their oh. foreskin. And there's a, there's a particular attachment and, and set of, a you know, cups and graspers oh, wow. to basically stretch the foreskin to basically rebuild or regrow that tissue through t- micro tears, et cetera, uh-huh. and get your foreskin back to, oh, to basically undo your circumcision, Aww. which is kind of cool. I, I I love that. I It's unfortunate that I'm circumcised. It I was know. the norm at the time, but yeah. at the same time, I wonder what my penis would be like without having been altered, medically altered multiple times without your consent. Right. It's, it's, it's the modern equivalent of genital mutilation in in countries, but
1: very first. Yeah. Don't get me started. Maybe that's another episode. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, we haven't even encountered very many non-circumcised no penises.
1: Our last boat day, though, one of our guests did have an uncircumcised penis. What? Yeah,
0: I didn't notice that. I I did. Wait, that's because you were playing with the penises. Ah, uh, yeah,
1: I know. Well, you're gonna have to tell me all about that. I know. So it's a treat when I see an uncircumcised. When I see, yeah, an it, uncircumcised. it's kind of
0: like finding a four-leaf
1: clover. There's not, yeah, that. Kind, no, there's not. <laughs> which is crazy because, and he was older than me so very it was, unusual it was very unusual for that time yeah to be uncircumcised which i'm sure he had a lot of uh a lot of teasing about in maybe school. i don't know i'm dying to ask him so
0: you can kind of think about that we're talking about like penis length and erections typically when you're measuring things and so you can think about ed treatments sildenafil viagra to which is cialis um there's another one levitra um vardenafil it's funny how they're all fills yeah i guess you fill up on them yeah um they'll they'll increase the 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 rigor the the firmness of a penis but they're not necessarily going to increase the length although you can
1: might.
0: well what you could argue is because the penis is more erect it's fully extended right so it's not going to give you more than what you had but it's going to maximize what you do have it's going to right you're going to live to your full potential right (laughs) <laughs> that makes sense. You're erect to your maximum length right Um you
1: to your fullest which I
0: think is true because if I'm only semi erect, I'm not as girthy and I'm not as long true um,
1: right that's true. And you know then as far as uh, how to make your dick bigger, I mean there's always the the mental aspect.
0: 100%. <laughs> you know. There's a lot of mental aspect to it.
1: And and if you're if you if you're depressed or if you have a lot of stress or any kind of nel- negative self-talk, you know, there's there's that component that you may want to address. Um and that affects it as well. And then lifestyle changes, like get more sleep, maintaining a healthy diet. So, you know, all these things. Right.
0: A- anything that would affect your the firmness of your erection and therefore the length or the size because you know the 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 not fully inflated balloon is going to be a smaller size will obviously affect that size so exactly take care of yourself take care of your health drink water hydrate all that kind of stuff
1: exactly all right i like this part we're going to kind of wrap it up with this whole how to give your children a big dick <laughs>
0: Which is, which is funny fun. pseudoscience, maybe. Yeah.
1: And so I discovered, so I, when I read this, of course, I had to turn around and ask it. And I'm like, oh, my God, your mom ate these all the time when she was pregnant. And what did she eat?
0: Avocados. Gu- guacamole. Guacamole. To be specific.
1: And, and eaten in the first trimester of your pregnancy when the high testosterone levels are important for penis formation, studies indicate avocados boost testosterone to help your body maintain those testosterone levels due to the magnesium and boron content. Right. Ding, ding, ding. So holy crap. Eat more avocados.
0: In the first trimester.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I just... I say, just give me avocado. I'll eat them all day long. Every right. Because who doesn't so love good. avocados?
0: Now, the, the irony with this, of course, is genetics probably have a much yeah. higher effect on things.
1: The genetic and that first trimester testosterone levels of your mom is actually pretty big. It's, it's a huge uh, factor. I could see that. But both of those things, for sure. No matter what your size, it's how you use it. If your nerves get to you and performance suffers, then maybe one-time fucks are not your thing. Take the time to get to know a couple first. Maybe distractions are problematic, so get rid of those. Use Viagra or Cialis to overcome mental overload and the fact that your body wants to fall asleep by the time people want to fuck. Whatever it is. Use what is available to you and set up those sexy environments for success.
0: And definitely tune in for the second part of this, where we'll give the woman's perspective on whether size really matters. Absolutely.